All right. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Walt Hartnett with the uh, Pennsylvania VFW podcast. Um, today, I'm, jo- I'm joined by uh, Bill Rowland. Um, Bill is currently serving as the VFW uh, Department of Pennsylvania surgeon, but he is also a candidate um, for junior vice commander in 2022. So when we have the elections in June, um, Bill is going to be um, running for one of those offices. This is my second interview. Um, if if you listen to one, I'm going to ask you to listen to both because there are two candidates who've thrown their hat in the ring to really be identified for it. And we just think this is a way to kind of meet the candidate. Um, I'm sure there, are, if you go to district meetings, you're going to have the opportunity to talk to both of them and meet them um, as they do their rounds. You know, they've already been to District 16 um, out here in Montgomery County, but they're uh, definitely going to be out there out and about um, for their candidacy for the position. So good morning, Bill. How you doing? Good, Paul. How you doing? Beautiful. I know we Good. just got back from uh, the commander's testimonial and the the C of A. Um, you know, and I, I wanted to meet up with you there, but just so much going on. You know, everybody running different spots. Um, the C of A was interesting to say the least. Uh, my novice experience. You know, uh, there was a, there was a lot of uh, controversy and things going on in the room there, so it was. It was it was interesting, but it's doing the work of the VFW, so it was good. I was it was good to see you and you know enjoy that time. Um, so I guess we'll start off. Tell me a little bit and tell the audience a little bit about your background. You know why you're running. We'll start with it. Your background, how you're eligible for the VFW, and some of your accomplishments thus far. I served uh, 26 years in the military, uh, nine in the Navy as a bosun mate, second class. When I got out, at the request of my wife who I understood uh, with the children, it was very hard. They say the hardest job in the Navy is a Navy wife, and that's totally true. I went into the mill in Edgar Thompson Works in North Braddock uh, in the 80s, and uh, they eliminated my position, so I went back to school, got my nursing degree. And that's where I met an Army recruiter and became a 66 Echo, uh, which is an operating room nurse. Ended up when I retired as a battalion XO. Um, I've been married for 46 years, uh, three children and one grandchild. Beautiful. Beautiful. So uh, I was an army recruiter, so I, I understand that nursing program is a big one. Even to this day, you know, getting the nurses into the into the service is a big one. We, you know, work those schools and try to, you know, find those who are already going through the degree and seeing these you with prior service. The guy was probably, you know, licking his chops, you know, knew, knew, knew that he at least had you, you. You raised your hand once. So it was probably an easy contract to get the second time. Um, so talk a little bit about like your journey through the VFW, you know, your your post, you know, how you came up. Um to, to where you are now as the, as the surgeon? Well, I, my qualification for the VFW was Kosovo. I retired at the request of the Army March 30th, 2011. In the reserves, they call it MRD, mandatory removal date. In other words, they're telling you you're too old. Yep. Um, so I joined the VFW. Um, during my first stint with that VFW, I was commander for three years. I was senior vice, junior vice, surgeon, quartermaster uh, in the district. Um, I was commander for two years in District 29. was All-American District Commander in 1819. We start a lot of programs, and I was district commander. A public relations uh, person was appointed. Yep, we, we get things in the mail and the newspapers almost every month. 
to let people know what we really do because I don't think VFWs do a great job at that. And that's part of my goal when I become commander to do things just like this and uh, get things in the paper. But uh, I've merged posts instead of closing them because I think the results are better. Uh, Members stay because when we had a post closed before I was district commander and they, the members just, they just quit the VFW. The mergers made one post and it made it stronger and the members stayed around to help the post out. So we did that twice, which was, which was just good for the VFW. Yeah. I, I think you kind of hit it there, but what, what, what was your motivation, you know, for this year that, Hey, I'm going to run for junior vice. I want to throw my hat in the ring. What's your motivation that you want to become the state of Pennsylvania, you know, the, the department of Pennsylvania's commander? Well, I've always believed in going back to my XO days was when you become a leader, it's no longer about you. It's about making everyone and everything around you better. And uh, I think I can do that. Uh, things like you're doing with podcasts, mm-hmm. the VFW is good, does great things. And we have a nice website, but who really reads the website besides VFW members? We got to get things into the paper or into the news. Uh, like we're doing and starting in Western Pennsylvania. That's why when I was going to OTIs, I told post and districts, they should get a public relations person. I don't know if anybody's done that. No one's got back to me yet, but uh, that's my goal. I mean, we all know membership's an issue. Dave Pearl and Jim Brown do a great job with their contact with the uh, our congressmen and senators. And then we, we know we need membership to back them up. But uh, we could talk about that forever. But uh, getting the word out, I think, is is a high priority. Yeah, you mentioned public. I've never thought of it as public relations. I've always said like a social media marketing person is like what what if I had my you know magic wand, you know. But I think public relations is kind of the same same thing because it always falls on the adjutant. You know, it always, the adjutant always seems to be that catch all. Oh, they're in charge of correspondence and yeah. You know, social media is not correspondence, you know, it's, it's it's something different, you know, but I think in the bylaws, we kind of throw all that stuff at the adjutant to, to handle. And uh, but we probably do need to relook at that and, you know, whether it's a special appointment or something that that's interesting, the public relations uh, piece of it. So and you kind of touched on, you know, some of the programs with legislative and, you know, um, some of the things, other things. I know you're the surgeon, you know, I don't know if you want to you want to go into I know, I know you've, you've talked about, hey, I want to find out what the, the surgeon is really supposed to do. But as far as programs and if you're elected three years from now, what's going to be, you know, your big thing? I mean, other than membership, you know, we kind of talked about that. It, it, membership's always there. But what's the other program that you think, hey, I want to focus on this and this is something I think we can get better at? Well, I do want to start a committee on the public relations or social media, however, because um, we have a lot of uh, talented people in the VFW, like you, Carl, mm-hmm. and some others that can uh, come up with some good ideas. Uh, so that that's that's the main goal is get the word out about the VFW. And I know part of the commander's job is public relations. You're going to go around the state, shake hands, ask people to get involved. Um we all know about membership. Uh, how are we going to make that better? I think the committees now is doing a good job, but uh, we still haven't got how many uh, people that have been coming in since this started. But you know, I think that needs to continue. Um, how do we make post stronger? 
Yeah. That's another issue that, uh, cause everywhere I go, there's issues with almost every post. And I think we have to come up with a plan to, you know, teach coach and mentor, uh, post officers on how to make things better. We do, do OTIs, but how many show up? Yeah. And I think we need to change the OTI agenda a little bit for what they, uh, what we teach. But, uh, I think that's a, that's an important issue is make the uh, post officers better. No, I completely agree. I, I always said if and I put a lot on the commanders, you know, because I, I think if you have a good commander, you have a good post. Yeah. Not saying that if you have a bad post, you have a bad commander. But usually if you have a good commander, you have a good post. Those things usually mirror right next to each other. Um, and just in my little time, I'm a baby in this uh, this VFW world, but I'm, I'm slowly starting to realize it as I go around places. And you said it, you know, I, I don't think we have a lot of issues. I think we have about three or four issues, but they all exist at every post, you know, yeah. and they're different names, but they're all the same. You know, they're all the same thing. It's the same story, you know, just different characters, um, you know, that, that are doing it, you know, and I know we're trying to, to button that up. Um so I'll kind of leave it, you know, you, you hit on a lot here. You know, you talked about programs, you talked about, you know, training, training up the, the officers at the post. And I think all that's really important. If you had your you know, magic wand, hey, I could fix this at the VFW. This is this is what I think is the key thing that's holding us back more than anything else. And and I want to fix that. What what would that be? What do, what do you think is the biggest thing that, that stops us from being excelling? I mean, I know we need 11,000 members now to get 100 percent for Nate's year, but. I agree with you. If you look back at the numbers where we were 10 years ago, we're a fraction of where we were, you know, at that point, you know, yeah. with, with, within this, within the department. So what do you think we need to do to kind of fix that, whether it's at a post level or the department level? I think in most uh, um, businesses and organizations, uh, the biggest failure is communication. Yeah. Uh, we Sometimes we do not communicate well. And uh, we need, I think we need to, and I'm not saying people today aren't doing good communication, but we need, we need to do better. You know, like at the C of A, when you were there, a motion was made. I think there could be more detail in that motion to avoid a lot of the questions that came up. And they were good questions. Yep. They, they, they deserve to be heard. But I think if we explain things a little better, I think the communications should be improved. Yeah, to your point, and it's something I don't do at my post, and I wish I did. I wish there was an agenda. I wish we knew what we, you know, I wish it was written out beforehand. We know, we, people know what they're going to talk about, you know, and so yeah. if you had it on an agenda that, hey, this is what's going to come out, maybe you can put a couple sentences to kind of explain it a little better. So when you do bring up that motion, there's already a little backstory on it, um, right. you know, because you're talking in front of people, you know, and, and sometimes people get nervous, you know, getting up there in front of stage and you, you may, you know, skip a word. I misspoke at there because I was talking about, you know, events that, and I said the districts have to do too. It was actually the departments have to do too to be an all American um, department this year. And I said the word district and I got, you know, somebody was like, oh, point of order, you know, and it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, I, I, I misspoke. I, I, I said the different, you know, a different word than I, than I intended to. But, uh, and in the community, to your point, in the communication age, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to communicate. There's a million ways to reach out to every person. You know, these little these little boxes that everybody has on their hips, you know, every we should know how to get in touch with every one of our members and tell them, hey, this is what's going on, yeah. uh, whether that's through email, text messaging or if you're old school and, hey, you're just going to pick up the phone and call them. You know, I mean, it's kind of tough for me. I got 100. I only have 140 members. I see some of these posts like Jim Brown's posts, you know, 
hundreds of members. I, I can't call everybody. I mean, that, that would be a full-time job. That's calling everybody yeah. for a month. Um, but anyway, all right, but look, it's good to know you. I, I know, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff with the surgeon's position. It's always one of those, you know, what does the surgeon really do? Um, I think that that's, it's an important role that we can, we can expand in the VFW. You know, I was just, uh, listening to the national, um, VFW podcast and they had the, the, the national junior voice, uh, um, from New Jersey. Oh my God. Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne was on there and, and they were talking about service officers and things like that. And, and, you know, how the surgeon, you know, interacts with the service officers, how they can help each other. Um, we have some great service officers. I, I think that, you know, we can use them as a resource and we need mm-hmm. to be you know, pushing that more out as we go through. But I, I appreciate your time this morning. I'm sorry we couldn't uh, get this done face to face, but i um, glad we could at least get this done. And uh, mm-hmm. I wish you luck. I'll, I'll see you at midwinter in January. And uh, you know, obviously, I, I wish you luck in your, your election in June and uh, we'll see how it is. Um, so as I leave this, I want to put a quick shout out. Um, I'm looking for co-hosts for this podcast. So okay. if you're interested, it doesn't. I'm literally asking for an hour out of every two weeks. I want to get a bench of like six to eight people. So it doesn't have to always be the same three to four people. It doesn't always even have to be me. Somebody else can host and bring another three people on if they want to talk about something specific. Okay. I don't want to feel like this is, this isn't Walt Hartnett's podcast. This is the Pennsylvania VFW podcast. It's very simple to do. I can help tell you what equipment, I mean, buying it off of Amazon. I mean, I'm not even using my microphone right now. I just realized as I started this, I was like, oh, I didn't even pull my mic over. So I, you really don't need it. You know, you can do it with your computer. It's pretty simple, but, uh, you know, Bill, this is something that, you know, when I first thought of it was going down to the legislative conference. I was listening to all these podcasts driving down to D.C. And I was like, man, we why don't we have we don't have. A, and that was before National even had one. And I went to the National Commander and I told him about the podcast, not saying I gave him the idea, but I went to the National Commander. And I, I and we talked I talked to a couple of people in their marketing department for a while about, it. you know, that, that it's a it's a forum that we need to get on. And uh, I hope that. Henry keeps it going. I, you know, I've already, you know, I think uh, Spike's, you know, interested in keeping it going. So as long yeah. as we have it, we're going to keep it pushing. And uh, but I need more co-hosts. So if you're interested, just shoot me a comment. I've already had, you know, Jess King already says she's interested. So I'm interested. I, I want people from different regions because I don't want this to be the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania podcast. I want it to be covering the whole state. You're out there in uh in, in Pittsburgh, correct, sir? You're, you're, you're on the west side, correct? Yeah, yep. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody's time. Um, please like, share the show. It's the only way it's going to get out. Um, if you can leave a comment, I appreciate that as well. Hold on one second, Bill. Let me add the podcast. All right. Hit end. See, my computer does not like 